Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hour two of the Lake Show here on Newstalk 830 WCCO. Our next guest is a friend of the show. I like our next guest. But I'm not sure that I can love him during the course of this series here, this matchup between the Minnesota Twins and the Houston Astros. It'll be interesting. I'm not saying that he is villainous. I'm not saying that he is a foe. I am just saying that I'm just going to be lukewarm on my friend Patrick Creighton, host of Late Nights ESPN 97.5 in Houston. He's joining us on the John Schuster-Cola Banker Hotline. Patrick, how you doing, sir? What's going on, Henry? How are you? Appreciate you having me on, brother. Always good to talk to you. Always good to talk to you, man. But I, you know what? You're, you're, you know, you're a friend of the show. You're super cordial. But I, I gotta, I gotta put my, I gotta put my whole back distance. You know, put my arm out and say, "Hey, just chill for a second until we." Uh, instead of us being friends right now, let's put our friendship on hold and be villainous towards each other until this series is over and then we can love each other again. Hopefully the Twins will move past the Astros, and I know that you're rooting for the Astros to move past the Twins. But in all seriousness, all jokes aside, what do you make of this matchup from what you've seen with the Twins the first couple of games of them moving past Toronto and then just how the Astros finished off the season? Man, I told you you were going to love Carlos Correa. You did. You remember that conversation? Yes. I told you you were going to love Carlos Correa. The bigger the stage, the brighter the lights, the better that guy is, man. I hated losing Correa. And, man, I tell you, that, that play where he cut down Bichette at oh. the plate, dude, that was this generation's Jeter flip. Yeah, it Because could, Bichette it could, was halfway home. It, it, that it, play, it, he should have been safe by a mile. And, and to be honest with you, that's what everybody's been comparing it to for the course of this week. Well, the comparison is pretty spot on. As somebody who lived through both of those, that was this generation's Jeter flip. A play that, in reality, had no business even being thought of, let alone completed. But the special, the fact the player is as special as they are, Jeter with the presence of mind, Carlos Donnelly with the presence of mind, but the arm strength to make that play. But shit was halfway home. Yeah. Brother, he should have, that, that play should not have even been close. That play shouldn't have even been attempted. And well, Correa nailed him. I mean, that was that was just such a phenomenal play, man. I can't get over that. Well, well, Patrick, you know, one of the things about the Twins this year is the identity has been the uh, the pitching. The pitching's been so good with Sonny Gray and Pablo Lopez. Joe Ryan's been good. Bailey Ober's going to get the, uh, the start tomorrow. So the pitching has been the identity of this team this season. What I'm wondering is, what's the identity of Astros baseball this year? Because you guys have won the World Series. You guys have had kind of a roller coaster over a year. It's been kind of up and down. It's like one month they're on fire, then they have a couple of weeks where they're kind of you know in a you know in a lull and they're kind of not playing so well. I, I thought that there was like 
don't know if it was two or three weeks ago, there was a week in which, or maybe it was a series, did you guys get swept by the Kansas City Royals? And I was saying to myself, what's going on here? But all of a sudden there, in the final week of the season, the Houston Astros were able to get their stuff together and uh, end up getting that number two seat. Well, listen, while Twins pitchers has have, more, have had more strikeouts than I had my first two years in high school, uh, this has been the roller coaster of the Astros season because of the injuries, because of the guys in that lineup. I mean, Jordan Alvarez missed nearly half the season. Jose Altuve missed half the season. Michael Brantley missed five-plus months of the season. Uh, the pitching, which was historic last year, had some regression with some spots, more than some regression for guys whose names rhyme with Rafael Montero. Uh, it, it's had you've seen guys like Hunter Brown and Christian Javier struggle with the workloads. Uh, JP France, I have no idea what he's going to be because a he's a 28 year old rookie who's blown past anything resembling career highs in innings. Uh, Fromber has elite stuff, but makes you question his mental toughness way too often for a guy with that kind of elite stuff. And there was no way to expect after they were able to get Justin Verlander back. I mean, look, you knew going into the off season, Verlander wasn't going to have a sub two ERA. No, nobody maintains that from multiple years, especially at his age. The key for the Astros is they have to understand that their balance now lies with the offense. The pitching doesn't have to dominate. It just has to be good enough. If they can hold their opponent to four runs or less, they should win those games because they score more than five runs when that healthy lineup is in there, the one that includes Altuve, Jordan Alvarez, and Michael Brantley. When those three guys are in the lineup, they score a lot of runs. And we know that Dusty's going to play Martin Maldonado and he's an automatic out. But one through eight, they're going to be really good. They have to just pitch well enough and they got to score. Talking to Patrick Creighton, host of Late Nights on ESPN 97.5 in Houston here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Uh, of all of the position players, who would you say is the who would you say is the leader of this ball club of of the Houston Nationals ball club? Uh, it's it's Jose Altuve, and if we're talking about the influence that he has on his teammates, Altuve is not a big talker. And on the rare times that Altuve talks, you know, it's like the 80s and E.F. Hutton. Everybody listens. It's just Jose Altuve is not going to go bankrupt. But whenever Altuve speaks, that entire organization, they take it very seriously. Verbally, it's more of Alex Bregman. Alex Bregman has accepted more of the verbal role, but Altuve is the guy who stirs the pot as far as when he's on, the whole team is on. The team follows Altuve. They follow his energy. They follow his on-field leadership. And as he goes, so go the Astros. Mm. Hey, do you think that there's a possibility that if the Astros were to win it all this year, that uh, Dusty Baker would retire and and, and go out as a winner? I'm going to say something I never thought I'd say. God, I hope so. I I really want Dusty to go out as a winner. Unlike last year, this has been a really trying year for Dusty because Dusty wants to stay with what worked last year, the pitching, the defense. You know, he had this very obvious public battle with then-GM James Click for, for power within the organization, and he won it. 
but he's kind of carried that over this year with, with Dana Brown as the new general manager. And multiple times, Dana has pretty much come out very publicly and stated, this is what I'd like him to do, but Dusty makes the lineup. You know, he's, he's politely saying, Dusty, don't listen. And Dusty not listening this year probably cost the Astros six to seven games. His refusal to understand Montero was not the same pitcher for the entire month of May going into June. His refusal to play Yiner Diaz for, well, mostly the first two and a half months of the season. And he, had, he had less than 70 at bats going into June, and the whole reason they kept a third catcher was that Yiner Diaz would get it back. Uh, his his kind of this unstated but obvious beef almost with Janis McCormick, there, there's a lot of weird things that have seemed to take place this year with Dusty Baker. And look, Dusty has had a Hall of Fame career. He was a great player. He has been a great manager. Last year, he pushed every right button through the postseason. And I hope that we will get that same playoff Dusty uh, going through this postseason. We kind of saw it start to take effect the last four games of this season as the Astros seem to flip the switch. And, you know, they, they take uh, two out of three uh, against the Mariners and they sweep the Diamondbacks. It seemed like the Astros were ready to say, okay, the games matter now. Now we're going to try. I'm always leery of that, and, and there is a comparison to the 2000 Yankees who lost 15 of their last 18, including their last seven in a row. They only won 87 games. They had the worst record of any playoff team going in that year. But the playoffs came on, the Yankees flipped the switch, and bam, three straight. That's what you hope the comparison will be for this year's Astros, if you're an Astros fan, that, hey, this team gets bored with the mundane and the regular season, but when the lights are hot, they get hot, and we're going to see if they could do that again. Patrick, when you look at the Minnesota Twins uh, and you see the uh, the star power of one Royce Lewis, uh, I know how the fans and the media feels about Royce Lewis here in the state of Minnesota, but you're a guy that looks at things on a national level and you're down in Houston. Your thoughts on Royce Lewis and what he's done this year? Listen, he's a great story. And, and look, I don't care what team a guy plays for. When you have a guy who's overcome that kind of adversity, come back, finally gets to have another shot, and he's making the most of it, and he's having big moments. These are great stories in baseball. And I am always for the success of of every player not named Trevor Bauer. I am for the success of every player, maybe not named Julio Urias. Uh, But I think he's a terrific story, and I think he had a hell of a wild card round. And, look, I'm not hoping that he does poorly. I'm just hoping that there's enough Astros who also play well that they win those games. I I don't want to see guys play poorly. And I do hope that he continues to play well. I hope he winds up having as long a career as he can have. I hope he plays long enough to get that contract where he makes some bank because we all want players to make that bank. Uh, But nationally, he's been a story. The the, the two home runs that he hit in that first – that was a big story nationwide. Everybody was on that. And look, Twins, they pitch really well. They strike out everybody. Duran throws 103 miles an hour. They, they pitch the ball as well as anybody. They hit home runs. They're a fun team to watch, and they've got a great leader in Carlos Correa. They've got the makings of a team that 
maybe maybe they're not a World Series winner this year, right? And I'm not saying they can't be because they mm-hmm. very well could be. Mm-hmm. But let's say they're not a World Series winner this year. Are they a player away? Are they a player and a half away? Yep. If they're not real World Series contenders this year, I don't think they're far away. All right, give me a prediction. Astros in four. Here's, here's the problem. Y'all did something really stupid. because You're a great story. And nationally, people love the Twins. People love the Twins. People love the underdog story. They love the fact that they're, they're, they're not a, a team that spent $500 million uh, in the offseason on a bunch of guys. A lot of these guys are, are, are younger players. They've built this team well. But why'd you have to go yell, we want Houston? Why'd you have to do that? <laughs> did, did you not learn from history? Those who do not know history are doomed Wait, who to yelled that? It. Who yelled that? Me, like me and my producer, Christopher Tubbs, we didn't want Houston in the first round. Well, I mean, you're all on video. It's gone viral. <laughs> you saw what happened when the Yankees fans did it. They were four and out. We want you Bama. You saw what happened when Philly fans did it. They got no hit in their own building. Why, why did you have to wake the giant, man? <laughs> you don't tug on Superman's cape. You don't spit into the wind. You don't pull the mask off the old Lone Ranger. And you don't mess with the Houston Astros. Hey, Patrick, man, good luck to you guys this series. We will not get swept, though. No, I don't think you'll get swept. I do not think you'll get swept. All right. Take care, my friend. All right, brother. We'll talk soon. All right. That's Patrick Creighton, host of Late Hits, ESPN 97.5 in Houston, joining us here on The Lake Show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 